We're live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Snap, the Saturday night adult party where we talk sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. I am your host, Victor Gouveia. God, I hate when my phone talks. Um, No, it's worse for me because it's right in the middle. It's coming through my hearing aid, so it's right in the middle of my head. Well, see, that's what was happening to me this afternoon when we were talking, (laughs) remember? Uh, I am your host, Victor Govea, along with my co-host, the lovely Monica Jones. How are you? Hello. I'm well, thank you. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, And remember that uh, Snap is broadcast weekly here at 9 p.m. And we talk explicitly about sex and sexuality. So you will hear terms like vagina equals pussy and uh, penises equals cocks or dicks. Uh, Cunnilingus, so yeah, excuse me, cunnilingus equals cocksucker muff diver. What kind of mess did you just say? (laughs) (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, you will hear words, explicit words like that. We talk in plain English. You didn't just then. (laughs) Although not the Queen's English. Now, um, remember, Snap is sponsored by Eden Fantasies, and now you can get 85% off their site-wide sale. They're offering uh, free delivery of $50 or more, and you can get 15% off on dollars $59 orders and above. Just use the code BLISS15. That's B-L-I-S-S. Yeah, that's the one one I was using the other day. (laughs) Is it really? (laughs) Well, there you go, folks. If if our own Monica has the wherewithal to do it, you can too. And believe me, you'll find everything there from uh, uh, masturbation sleeves to dildos to uh, all kinds of sex toys for your erotic pleasure. You get on there and you don't want to get off. That's the thing. You just that is the thing, exactly. Um, today is a special snap because, well, we we we're talking about the thing I've been waiting to get a guest on for. We both have. We both have. Yes, BDSM. And our guest today is an author of BDSM books. Now, what does the BD stand for? Uh, Bondage and Domination. Oh, yeah. Wait, am am I right? No. Bondage and Discipline. That's right. That's right. And and, uh, S&M means sadism, masochism. Well, yeah. They're actually interchangeable. So the... um, D and D is bondage and discipline, and then the D and S is dominance and submission, and then S and M is. Oh, so so you can use the two letters uh, combined in any way possible. Yeah, 
Can you use bondage and masochism, though? No. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, just use the, the DNS interchangeably. Um, but, you know, BDSM. All the letters and, and encompass the the uh, sexual acts or the the acts performed by these uh, a sadist or masochist. Right. And it's up. I think I always thought I wouldn't trust a partner well enough to get into that stuff. Well, that's the key, right? You have to have a you partner that you absolutely trust and can use safe words with. Because yes. once you use that safe word, it's all shut down. Because I'd hate to have to kill him. <laughs> well, you never know. And the voice you just heard, ladies and gentlemen, is Jade Thomas, an author of books featuring BDSM, similar to the Fifty Shades trilogy, although she hates being compared to that. I do. I know you do. I know you do. Uh, however, her characters are blind and visually impaired. Uh, the characters in her books, that is. Uh, she is visually impaired. Are you visually impaired or, or completely blind, Jade? Um, I have light perception in my left eye, but I just like to be called blind. Yeah, right. me too. Right. And um, you actually have a gay erotic BDSM book releasing soon. Yep. Do you want to uh, tell everyone about it? Next week. In a week? Yep. And do we know the title? Are we allowed to know the title? Yes, yes. The title is Claim Me, Love Me. Oh. Wow. And it's full male on male or girl yes. on girl? It is strictly ah. gay, male on male. Male on male. Okay. Okay. Wow. You know what, folks? There are so few. Uh, well, no, there aren't, are there? I mean, I, I, I've seen many titles with gay, gay storylines. Especially lately with the LGBTQ community being so um, active. Uh, but let's, uh, we're digressing. We're digressing a bit. Sorry? Translate, please. The lesbian, gay, bi, transsexual, and queer. Oh, okay. Right. Monica, I thought you'd know about this stuff by now. <laughs> Didn't. Well, you know, uh, knowing about it by letter is different than knowing by, about it by name. <laughs> I'll grant you that. Okay. Uh, except that's how it goes all over the world, dear. I know, dear. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so let's stay on topic, ladies and gentlemen. Whether you know it or not, BDSM has been around since the Middle Ages. Oh, yeah. And by Middle Ages, I'm talking about Christians, flagellant, excuse me, I, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, 
uh, flagellating themselves and their partners. Maybe not in a sexual overtone. However, it has been around that long a time. And possibly the most well-known book in the early 1900s was the story of O, which was originally released in French by Pauline Reige. I, I think that's how you pronounce her name. I mean, I am Canadian after all. So, yeah. And, and of course, there have been books since and books even before that that go date back well, well into the 1700s. Um, some of you might know Anne Rockler, who did the beauty series. No. You don't know Anne Rockler? She, that's the pseudonym of Anne Rice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know her. I didn't know that. You didn't know that, really? I know who Anne Rice is, but I didn't know her, you know. Yeah, no. I, I no didn't. Yeah, no, she's got a few uh, pseudonyms, actually. But uh, that's the only one she used for BDSM with the beauty series. There's uh, Beauty's Release. Uh, no, there were two others before that, but I can't remember their names offhand. Oh, yeah, The Claiming <coughs> of Sleeping Beauty. Uh, okay, no, I'm. it's going to take me forever to remember them, and I'll probably remember them after the show's done. Check on Bookshare, folks. Yeah, yeah, or fantasticfiction.co.uk. Go check out those sites, and you can check it all out. Bard might have a few. Yeah. Of course, BDSM just became really popular because of the Fifty Shades trilogy, which I can't, I, I can't stand. It's the dumbest literature I've ever read. And I'm not alone in that theory. Our guest speaker today, author Jade Thomas, feels the same way. I've read the first book. But do me a favor, Jade. Can you compare? Well, I want to compare. Why do you hate the Fifty Shades trilogy? I think, we, I think we lost her. Did we lose her? Well, I mean... Uh, I'll tell you what, why don't you give the spiel, Monica, while I check what's going on? Oh, about liking and subscribing. Can you hear me? Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, there you are. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought I, I thought yeah, we'd lost you there. Now up here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh did you hear my question before things got yeah, cut off? Yeah, I heard your question. Can you answer the question? Yes, I'm going to. I just want to make sure please you hear do. me fine. Um, uh, please do. So, yeah. Um, it's not that I hate the books or the movies themselves. It's that I hate being compared to the, the books and the movies. Uh, right. My writing is a lot different than E.L. James. Um, 
And I'm actually going back and forth with myself currently because I am working on a new novel for NaNoWriMo, which is a month-long writing journey for authors. Uh, they spend the month writing a 50,000-word novel. And in the novel that I'm currently working on, um, or will be working on, one of my characters uh, has had a troubled background. And that's something with Fifty Shades that I didn't like, is that because of Christian's troubled background, Christian found BDSM. I do not want that to be the case here. And I also don't want uh, mental health to be the reason that my character is interested in the lifestyle either. So that's one reason why I do not like the, the books or the movies. Um, is that a common misnomer that people with troubled backgrounds and uh, mental health gravitate towards that? I I find that like people normally are because they've had like traumatic past, they think that BDSM can be like a therapy of sorts. And that's definitely not the case. Therapy is right. therapy, BDSM, you know. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree with you. Okay. So, I mean, now, I, you, you, didn't research the topic. You just knew the topic because you're into that lifestyle. Um, yes. So when I started writing, I thought that I was a submissive. Um, mm -hmm. But through exploration and also reading, because I read a lot of erotic romance, um, I realized that it wasn't really submitting that was having me uh, interested. It was the control that was uh, that a dom had over mm -hmm. their submissive, um, the ability to take care of their sub, but also like push their limits slash boundaries um, in a sense. And so that's what got me really interested um, in the lifestyle. And I don't really find uh, Christian Gray to be a dominant sure he liked control but there's more to bdsm than just you know having control mm -hmm. and so yes. i mean speaking Christian of more i mean speaking of more what i mean well i i mean the obvious question that is probably on everyone's minds do you have subs at the moment not in I the do room. Have a submissive. You do have a submissive. Yes. Okay. And may I ask, is it sexual? I think we lost her again, Jade. Well, yeah, you, so to me, it seems like it would be because that's what it's all no. about. I mean, no, no, not I mean, all BDSM is uh, sexual in nature. Just um, There are various degrees of it. Um, 
Some people do it because, well, for example, some people actually have baby fetishes where they dress up as babies and like to cuddle in their mom's arms, not their mo real mothers. Yeah, I got you. People yeah. who pay them for it. Um, now we can, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Um, I was asking before you got cut off whether your submissive and your relationship was sexual or whether it was BDSM alone. And we lost her again. <laughs> Not exactly. Jade? Okay, Jade, you keep cutting in and out. Um, not exactly sure why, whether it's the connection. Um, but yeah, I mean, BDSM is not always sexual in nature. You it's can have different sexual forms. Thing for me to Yeah, I, I can see what you're talking about. Huh. Are you there, Jade? No, she keeps getting cut out. We did hear that part about it not being a sexual thing for you. Um, yeah. And if you can never come back to us, maybe you can explain that. Uh, because... Like I said, I mean, I've I've heard of relationships where BDSM is simply a lifestyle, a way of life. Um, people like to live their lives in a dominating fashion, and uh, they don't brick. Excuse me, they don't brook. Um, idiocy and stupidity and various things like that. And on on some levels, it's a really great lifestyle to have for oneself. Um, I mean, sure, there are questions of whether it's reality-based, but at the same time, there are theories that say you make your own reality, whatever that reality is. Um, but one of the things you definitely want to do, if it's your first time doing BDSM with your partner, is definitely coming up with safe words. Now, you guys have probably heard this from me before. Safe words are important because they help you figure out what the other person really wants. Because if another person is into the rape fantasy and you're forcing yourself on them as part of the role play, then that safe word helps you see that the other person wants to stop. 
And that's not always uh, something that people are able to do in a role play situation. Yeah, because that's the one thing that's, I guess, that's kept me from trying it was that uh, um, I, I didn't feel like I had partners that would stop when I said stop. So you didn't and, trust your partner. And I'd have to, I'd have to cold cock them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's the other thing. Complete trust in your partner is what's needed. You need the trust in your partner. You need to be sure that you are doing what your partner wants and not something that they don't want. Um, and, of course, you want your partner to have control of themselves uh, in order to uh, know those safeguards. And uh, sometimes that's not always the case. Some people do get carried away. However, like I said, you have trust, you have a safe word, and that's enough to at least start you out. What are you doing? Uh, it's my kitty cat. She's coughing. Oh, it's J your kitty cat? Yeah, sassy. She's coughing. Well, hold on. We're not talking to pussies yet. Well, we're talking about them, so. Well, no, we're not. We're talking about pain and domination. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, well, I, I, I had a friend of mine, a really good friend, and um, he was telling me that what that one of the things that he liked to have done to him was he liked to have somebody tie a string around his dick close to the head of it. And then he liked to have them hit it with a, a belt or something like that. He said, he, he told me. Wait, 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 wait. Hit his dick with a belt? Yeah. And. Damn. And he said, oh, you just wouldn't believe how good that feels. And I'm going like, uh, oh, I just have to take your word for it. <laughs> you know, I, 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 uh, one of the things that we're going to have to talk, well, we're going to come to that topic eventually, which is uh, erectile dysfunction. And Well, we, we kind of touched that. on it yeah. in sexual dysfunction, but we didn't touch on the on some of the treatments available for sexual oh, no, we uh, didn't. for erectile dysfunction and one of those treatments i know is to inject the penis with some sort of solution and i cringe when i think of anything sharp near my dick uh yeah that would kind of be like having it near your clit, right? But I, I mean, just I would... well, think about that. People put needles in themselves all the time, especially diabetics. Whether it's to prick their fingers, whether it's to insert insulin needles, whatever the case, and some of those needles are really fine. Mm -hmm. 
However, fine be damned. I, I don't like sharp shit around my dick. Uh, no, that's a little bit sensitive. It is very sensitive to me. So I can't imagine actually injecting something into my dick into my dick to make it hard because I would think it would have just the opposite effect. However, I am, you know, I really can't say that because at the end of the day, it all depends on what the solution is and how it works, right? Yeah, but... But um, the bad thing is, there's nothing they they can they do for women who find themselves dysfunctional. Okay, we got a weird comment from a troll. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we've got a troll, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we've had this before, haven't we? Yes, we have. We have, yes. Now, I think that's a sign that we're really becoming popular and well-known. But what did he say? She, he. Well, apparently he this person has made a lot of comments and they're all around the same vein, which is kiss marks and, and thumbs up and oh. Yeah, one a heavy check mark, uh a grinning face with one large and one small eye. A white heavy check mark. And an overheated face. Oh, good. There is Jade, I hope. Jade? Jade? Yep, you guys hear me. Have, oh, yeah, yeah, now we can. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry you're having, I'm sorry we're having such a problem yeah. with your connection. Because, like I said, I mean, I've been yeah, dying so to, I've been dying to get um, n not only the subject matter, but I was. My original plan was to get the domina the dominatrix who ran for mayor on the show, <laughs> but she ignored my my contacts. Now that's that would be interesting. Wow. Well, it's interesting because she has a church, a BDSM church here in the city, and. Um, I would have thought that she'd at the very least contact me and tell me no, but that never happened. And every other dominatrix was too expensive to have on the show. 
I'm sorry, I just can't afford dominatrix uh, appearances uh, like that. That's not to say you're not worth that. You are, and much, much more, especially <laughs> with your writing. Um, having yeah. said that, believe me, I am I am down on my knees thanking heaven that you are free. <laughs> he knows the right things to say, doesn't he? Well, that's not well. That's not true. Not always. There are times. For example, if she was to come out with a whip, uh, there'd be something I'd be speechless for. Having said that, well, I have paddles. paddles. Do you really? Yeah. Do you, do do you, you have, have a, the thigh highs? Do you have a cat of nine tails? No. Do you have the thigh high boots? Nope. No, I don't have that either. I just have paddles. Uh huh. What are thigh highs? Oh, they're. Oh, I have cane. They're. Are they a common dress of dominatrixes? Oh. The thigh high boots? Oh, they're boots. Uh, they can be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that, I mean, like I said, I mean, it's so nice to see them in pictures, but stiletto heels are painful on a woman. Are they not, Jade? Some people like, some people like to wear those. I cannot walk in heels, so I don't know. Yeah, weak ankles. I don't like them. Yeah. Yeah, I um, liked them when I was a little girl. <laughs> no, I just have never been to walk. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're starting to cut out again, so I'm going to try to get the question in before you duck out again. Um, we were talking at when we when I tried to get you about BDSM not always being sexual. Okay. Yeah, I heard you when you asked that question. Can you hear me, first of all, before I continue? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, uh, me and my submissive, our dynamic is sexual acts that we do. Um, he also lives in another country, by the way, so everything that we do is online. Oh. Uh, for now, but uh, uh, it doesn't have to be not for me. Like dominating someone has is more about control me and about the sex. Sure, dominate someone sexually, but more fun to task and watch them as they complete those tasks and. Jade, I don't know if you're saying something, but you ducked out again. You went bye-bye. Huh. Well, okay, but see, I mean, uh, right there is an example of how uh, BDSM is not always sexual and definitely uh, not always, uh, well, in well, person. Part of, 
part of what she said cut out. Right, I, but I think I, I got the get it. I think I got the gist of it. The fact is you don't have to be in the same room first and foremost. No. If a person is submissive, the domination can take place in another country as you just heard. Yeah. Yeah. Online or where how wherever. Yeah. Right. And some like I said, some people get satis gratification, sexual gratification from situations like that where they are being dominated and controlled by a domination by a person who is dominating them in some way shape or form and yeah i think we lost jade again yeah sorry okay. i think we might have lost jade but having said that but they get sexual gratification even though they're not doing anything sexual. Right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, but what I, I, I guess my question has to be, uh, do the dom and the sub, do they reverse roles ever? I mean, because wouldn't the sub get tired of being dominated all the time? And, or is it just what? That is rare. Are you back, Jay? So if you're, if I'm your son, I am. Can you hear me, Dom? Yeah. We 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 stay that way. Do That's... you know? Uh, do you know what's going on, Jade? Is it your connection or? I have no idea what's happening because my connection yeah. seems stable. Like my echo is playing right now in the background on the same Wi-Fi right, network right. as my phone. So my. StreamYard. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's, it can't be StreamYard because we're perfectly fine. Yeah. Is it possible that you are you using headphones? Wow, that was timely. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so if if uh... Jade. There she is again. Oh, now she's gone again now. CJ, I think it is. If you're using headphones, I think that's what might be happening. Or whatever device you're on seems to be malfunctioning. Um, well, I'm using I'm, headphones. I'm, or... uh, I'm sorry? My iPhone 6S. I'm not using headphones. You're not using headphones? No. So you're strictly on the speaker and mic. Yes. Huh. Seems like sometimes mine does better when I use headphones. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, like I said, I I don't think it's Streamyard. And if you say your connection is fairly stable, then obviously I have to believe you. I mean, there's no other reason why this could <laughs> be happening, except the iPhone success is crappy. Uh, but hey, I'm gonna I'm I'm going to milk you for everything you've got, as long as I can keep you connected. 
if that's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, guys, I, I just I just have to say I'm just totally fascinated by this topic. I just now Jade, um Monica just asked an interesting question. Are the roles of domination dominator and submissive ever reversed? Um, there are people in the lifestyle who are switches, which means they can go, they can go between being a dominant sub. Is that a, is that a, a a common thing or or is it a rare thing? I mean, I would imagine it's rare. It is common. Really? There are a lot of people who are switches who don't just being a dominant sub. Yeah, because I don't think I would want to be dominated all the time. <laughs> it might be fun for a while, but... Huh, that's interesting. I would have thought it was rare because, I mean, if you're, if, if you're dominating someone, you want to be like that all the time. I, I guess... S and M BDSM has its um, comings and goings, just like every other sexual act. People just get tired of it. Because I think if I was dominated all the time, I would start to feel like uh, the person wanted to control me, and I just and I. Well, they do want to control you. I think that's the purpose. <laughs> oh yeah, but I think you know what I mean. I'm sorry. I think you know what I mean. Uh, that I'm not yeah, sure I do. Control, I'm sorry. But you know where they just want to control you all the time, and and you know, it's okay. Um, I would. I don't I mean, want to be treated like I don't have control over my own self yeah you know i mean i think what i what i said still stands the fact is that you know if you trust your partner whether they be a, a dominator or a submissive uh doesn't really matter yeah now that I, I agree with you there you know, and and I can't imagine doing anything like that. One, because I can't stand the pain. Yeah. Having said that, I like the bondage idea. Yeah. See, that's what I, I like. The I like the stuff like that. The, yeah. The, that's what I think I would like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and again, these, if your partner is in it and you trust them completely. There's no reason why you sh you shouldn't enjoy it. Can y'all yeah, hear me you, now? You, yeah. You, now you we have can. To look. So I switched phones, and I'm sorry uh, for all the. I, so I'm glad that you can hear me better now. Hopefully, the con it stays. Actually, fine. I can. Yeah, we can. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was saying how I I would have thought that switches were rare in the bdsm no community. they're actually really common um a lot of people in the bdsm lifestyle are switches so they don't strictly stay dom or, su or 
You know what I mean? Just one. Yeah, no, like, I get it. Yeah, seems like so. you would enjoy it better that way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I was just saying uh before you came on that I wasn't I don't think I can do the pain part, but I enjoy the sub, the bondage part. So I'm a sadist. I like to inflict pain. Um and I what she's mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um I'm not really sure why I like it, but I feel like it's the reaction from the sub that kind of gets me uh going as far as the pain goes. Uh, right. So. Does it become sexual at any point with you? So I don't I mean uh I'm trying to refrain from the sexual aspect of the lifestyle uh -huh. uh, because I have heard too many people say that BDSM is like foreplay with sex. And while that can be true, um, I don't want BDSM to be, you know, sex afterwards. Like I want to have a scene with someone and not have to fuck them afterwards. Right. You know, I want to have a scene with someone and, hold them afterwards and uh you know tell them that they did a great job the scene was wonderful you know and cuddle and talk and feed them oreos if that's what they desire and you know wait 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 no no wait wait i cannot mm. see you feeding some idiot oreo cookies <laughs> why not <laughs> i'm sorry no, no 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 i mean no no, I cannot see that. <laughs> you don't seem you don't seem like that type. I really don't think so. Yeah. Um <laughs> I think I could see that. <laughs> really? You think yeah. so? I mean, I I think it might be because I've talked to to Jade longer than you have. And and by longer I mean I did a pre interview with her. Well, uh, when she was supposed to interview with me, and and I mean, I got the idea that, well, first of all, I did not think you were into the lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, not for any reason, but you kind of gave no indication. Um, having said that, I'm not surprised. I mean, I would think that. A person writing about BDSM would be really experienced in it, um, either personally or from on a research basis. Yeah. But even on a research basin basis, a person has to actually go through it in order to find out what it feels like, what mm -hmm. they what they can get out of it, if anything. Um. But I would think the BDSM is the part that's gratifying as opposed to the actual sexual act. Yeah, uh, that's kind of how it is for me. I don't really have to have sex in order to have a scene with someone and to enjoy myself. Right. And and I was telling um, Monica when you were cutting in and out that, oh, sorry, I got to do something here. Okay. 
It just finished saving, Monica. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jade. I've I've been saving the program for tomorrow the whole day, and and my God, I'm, it just finished and it starts playing automatically. <laughs> my apologies. Um, no, I was telling Monica uh, that that the BDSM does not always result in sex, uh, and in fact, some people are often able to get gratification from the BDSM. Yeah. Uh, That's so good, because all the sex- books I've read, they've always wound up with sex, you know? Yeah. And- yeah, so, I mean, a sexual act is not necessarily needed for gratification. Um, for example, a spanking. I mean, one thing that's that's really prevalent in BDSM is spanking. Yeah. Um, either with a, a foreign object or with a hand. Mm-hmm. And there are ways, and again, that this is where the trust comes in with your partner. I can't imagine doing this with someone I don't trust. Mm-mm. If anything, so they know what limits to have. But yeah, even then, I honest and open and honest communication before you even do anything with someone is imperative. Yes. See, I don't want to hurt limit, somebody. Uh, you know, what you will and won't do, uh, lines that you will and won't cross, those are all important uh, conversations to have before you even embark on a. Even if it is like you go to a BDSM dungeon and you have a scene with someone who you just met. Like all mm-hmm. these things are important to have, right? To talk about. Sure, sure. I have to ask: Do you have a dungeon of your own, or are you? I just... do not have. <laughs> oh my gosh! I want one though. Um, I want to, you know. Of course you do. <laughs> have one. Um, but I've been. Is to, that is I've that a okay? dungeon before? Yeah. Do you have the ability of having a dungeon where you live? I mean. No, <laughs> I'm sure. Like, if I had like a house, I'm sure I could like make this happen. But currently, I live in an apartment, so right. And you don't have that many rooms. <laughs> yeah, I'm just in a one bedroom apartment. So yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I was just, I was just thinking that in my head. Wait, wait. Doesn't she live in her apartment? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and and on top of everything, dungeons in my head, in my head, seem to be stone rooms made of stone and and like and back racks in the dark edge. They're just yeah. like buildings, but with the kinky atmosphere. You know, you get the sounds of people getting smacked and beat and moans yes. and cries, and then you get the weird. So the BDSM dungeons that I've been to have had the uh, EDM music. Uh, uh-huh. playing. Uh, so that's really? the atmosphere. <laughs> well, I you know what I can't uh, I I didn't think they'd have EDM music in a dungeon. Yeah, me neither. What? You'd think there'd be some rock playing or some songs with really good beats. I was shocked by the EDM too. What's the EDM music? Electronic dance music. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not sure that 
be a bad thing, but then again, I can't expect it in there, you know. Um, but I I have read about certain dungeons here in Toronto. Um, in fact, we had a, a vampire club that was half dungeon, half dance club. And uh, it was called... Um, Whoa, come on. I had an experience there, too. Um, shit, I can't remember it. Um, but I had an experience there when I was 15. And, uh, you know, I was never the same coming out of there. Now, it might be because of the people there. It might be because of the atmosphere. Um, but it was dark. Um, this one actually had the rock music. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it was, um, just one hell of a, a club to go to. Was it painful? I mean. Um, no, I can't say it was. I mean, it was a vampire club, so there were people drinking simulated blood. Oh, wow. wow. However. Some might have been drinking real blood. <laughs> well, I mean, it might have been. I really can't say. I, I, I mean, the stuff I tried wasn't real blood. Um, but it was definitely, uh, definitely something that looked like blood because I had sight at the time. Um, and you know, there'd be the women dressed in black and the men, I mean, everybody was dressed in black. I mean, it's like, do people not know that, you know, black is not always what makes people? Well, those are the traditional colors of vampires and stuff from what I've. Sanctuary, heard. sanctuary. That's it. Uh, it's called Sanctuary. The place isn't there anymore, but it was called Sanctuary. Yeah, on the corner of uh, Niagara and Queen Street. Yeah, right in the middle of downtown. And uh, it was called Sanctuary. I was 15. And I wasn't supposed to be in there because they don't allow people under the age of 18. Mm -hmm. But I managed to sneak in. I can see you doing that. <laughs> Plus, on top of everything, I mean, when I was 15, I looked like 1920. I mean, I was buying beer in the beer store. So <laughs> uh, that was for my dad, not for me. But, hey, you know, I try to sneak in a couple of tastes. Um, but, you know, like I said, BDSM has its place in relationships i mean i'm not sure is it is experimental bdsm worth having jay i mean i definitely feel like in order to really know if this is for you or not uh, experiment experimenting is always good mm -hmm. uh, because my original uh interest in the lifestyle came from 50 shades and so i wanted buttons um on top of Fifty Shades, I started reading other BDSM uh, collections and novels, and I was like, okay, 
And then I found out that we had the dungeons uh, here and I wanted to explore. Um, and because I started writing the books, I kind of wanted to have the knowledge or the experience to kind of know what it felt like to be spanked by a mm -hmm. dominant man or uh, things of that nature. So, yeah, I feel like experiment experimentation is good, especially if you write it or you're interested in it. Right. Uh, is that when you started writing the books after the Fifty Shades trilogy? Yeah, so I... Um, after Fifty Shades, and then I started reading other collections, and my first collection came out in 2019, and I realized that, um, you know, I wanted to try my hand at writing erotica. I didn't even think that, you know, I was going to take it this far, honestly. Um, but it was after, like, a couple of collections that I said, I want to try this out. Let's see how, how it goes. Mm -hmm. I mean, even then, Rice got some fame from her uh, BDSM books. So I'd imagine it's not all just, and there are, there, there are literary masterpieces. I know, in fact, I've read the story of O. Um, the story of who? The story of O. Of o. Yeah. Um, and that was, Unfortunately, uh, read by a really bad narrator. Mm -hmm. uh, and and do you know that, I mean, for me, narrators make or break a book. I, I mean, that's, yeah. that's just yeah. a fact of life for me. Um, and the story of O was so bad, I had to tune the voice out and actually just hear the words, which is not easy to do. Um, takes discipline, I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, but the writing style, it was so, it was so good. I enjoyed it so much that the content didn't bother me. Is this something that a lot of people feel, Jake? Do you know? Um, I'm not sure. So I feel like for me, like, especially with uh, Fifty Shades, um, I was more fascinated by the dynamic between Christian and Anna mm -hmm. and the BDSM, like the sadism and masochism and, you know, his interest in the lifestyle per se. Uh, so um, I didn't listen to the audiobook. Don't really care for audiobooks. I actually read all three books uh, in Braille. And, right. you know, I was just so happy to finally have the books that I spent a good chunk of time reading them. Um, I read when, both audio and Braille. Even when I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I liked the content and I liked what I was reading. Um I've heard Fifty Shades narrated, like the first book. I didn't like the woman's voice who narrated it. Um, mm -hmm. So I just, I mean, I've always, I've never done audiobooks. Uh, for my books that I write, I do like to have audiobooks because apparently uh, people in the blind community, you know, can't read a book with voiceover to save their lives. So they have to have an audiobook. Um, 
that's just the experience that I've I'm just from. opposite of that. I'm yeah, and Monica actually likes the Braille. Uh, I, I like the Braille, Braille yeah. and I, yeah. I love Braille, and I love the Bookshare, you know, books, even though a lot of people say, like you say, that's a synthesizer, but still, I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and for me, I don't mind the narrator because I can't read Braille, or at least the Braille I do read, the grade one Braille. I mean, I'd have a ton of volumes just sitting there for one yeah. small 50 page book i'll read it to you yeah well there yeah there <laughs> it is there it is <laughs> um if you don't mind jade can i am i may i ask you about your sexual past sure um i mean when did you first have sex how old were you i was 18 18 and at what age did you discover that BDSM was a lifestyle for you? Literally, maybe um, probably 2017, 2018. So I was. Um, Are you saying that you just started writing your books in 2017? No, I wrote my book, my first book in uh, 2018. And wow. I wrote it in 2018, published it in 2019-ish. Um, and then, Now, have you always been a writer? Yeah. Um, because you I, write well. I've read the books, and they're good. I started good. writing songs at the age of 12, and then at, like, 13, I wrote, like, my first story. It was about this girl who was a teenager who was pregnant um and then uh at 14 i wrote this book that has like seven books in it um it is a uh it was about a girl who's in marching band who was struggling with her percussion section because she was section leader and um on top of dealing with marching band problems she had uh -huh friendship problems and you know things that you struggle with in eighth ninth tenth eleventh grade sure um, yeah and so and that was sort of based off of actual life experience because i was in marching band i played drums i was section leader i was dealing with uh percussion section problems but uh all the other and the friendship issues and all that that was real life too but all the other stuff that happened friend getting killed, pregnancy, all that, that was not me. But um, yeah, always have been a writer and always loved to read. Um, I was an avid reader as a kid and I obviously still am. Yeah. yeah I think I took it after my daddy. May, may I ask how old you are? How old I am? I'm 25 now. Right. And do you expect me to believe that? <laughs> right. Honey, I am. <laughs> I'm sorry, but writers do not write that well at 25. <laughs> when they've been at it a while, no. Um, no, can you? I, no. I, I mean, I think you should tell everyone what the titles of your books are so they can go get them. Yeah, because I was going to ask if that. they wish. Yeah. So my first book is called "When You Feel It," an erotic compilation. Um. And then the next four books are all a part of the Red Layer series. 
-hmm. So in the Red Layer series, there is Blindly in Love, Blind and Bound, Blind and Free, and Blind and Broken. And those are all in the Red Layer series. And then um, the fifth book... um, the fifth book is another collection called Sweet and Frosty Tales of the Cold, Wise, and Loving. And that's a holiday erotic collection. Wow. Now oh, that's that's really that nice. <laughs> I, you know, I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, I will put the links to uh, Jade's books in the description box. So all uh, of those books, the ones that I just mentioned, are written under my under my other pen name, Kaylani Black. Yes. Uh, Jade Jade Thomas is uh, for my gay romance, which is once again called "Claim Me, Love Me," uh, and that'll be out either on November sixth or November fifth. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It'll be interesting if you release it on the fifth. That's my birthday. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so as you can tell, I'm a Scorpio. So watch him. He's trying to get you know, a free copy. It seems that domination <laughs> might be in my future. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. There is a question that I have that's been on my mind this whole conversation. Did your early sexual experiences have hints of BDSM in it? No. All Not at all. Sexual experiences have been quite vanilla, missionary, no like uh interesting, exciting things. And you know So no one wanted to spank you at all? Nope. Never had that experience until twenty 20- 2018 ish. It, it's it's hard for me to wrap my head around somebody beating the daylights out of me, and then all of a sudden I come. Ah, uh, but there's Violet. a difference. No, Violet. no, there's the difference though. It's not that that bad, is it, Jade? I mean, there are masochists who like to have their ass beaten until you know. They bloody and bruised they, they scream or whatever but you know uh i actually had a scene recently where i just gave a guy a spanking and uh he he you know he pre-came but he he didn't come completely uh also mm-hmm. uh i had this little flimsy ass paddle and so I mostly use my hands on him. And mm-hmm. um, he's also into cock and ball torture. I heard uh, Monica talking about her friend who liked, who wanted the string tied around his dick and beat. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He liked his balls um, punched and squeezed and wow. things of that nature. And that is. Oh my God. That is interesting. <laughs> I, mean, I, I love that, especially the sounds that comes out of a boy's mouth when you're squeezing their his nuts yes and, and yeah yeah i can imagine you loving that <laughs> punching and some people even like to be hit with you know certain things on their balls or even have yes. uh, their balls like crushed or tied 
um, are like pulled away from their body in a sense. It's oh, really interesting. I can't, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I can't see me doing that to some poor sucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's there's a scene in Casino Royale where Daniel Craig is tied up to a chair, butt naked, and his balls are hanging through a hole. Yeah. And there are also all these beautiful things called cock cages. And, uh, cock it, cages? It prevents the, the man from uh, getting hard. So you can put that on someone and you can like spank them. And if spanking turns them on, they won't be able to get hard because they have this cage uh, around their dick. Around their dick and balls. Yeah. Right. Uh, some people use it as a form of chastity. So. Uh-huh. The dominant can say, all right, sub, uh, I'm going to put you in this cage and you're not able to get out until I say so. And they can lock the cage using a key or there are even some that have apps that you can use. Oh, really? Wow. But, okay. um, you, and then, you know, they won't be able to get out of the cage until uh, the dominant releases them. And the dominant more than likely will do uh, whatever possible to, you know, make that to, you know, like kiss them or whatever to make them get hard. But in a sense, they're not getting hard because they're wow. in this cage. Right. <laughs> well, uh, and, and, you know, I have to wonder what, what sort of dem- domination do you do? Um, so since I'm still new to the lifestyle, I'm still really trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like I mentioned before, I am a sadist. I like to inflict pain. Um, I don't really like to have um, physical physical control over someone. Uh, but I'm more, I think, into the psychological, the, men- the mental, yeah. yeah, like the mental or psychological domination. Um, and um, I don't want to like be like how you say, like a 24 seven total total power exchange relationship. But I do want to have, I don't know. I envision myself having like a live-in submissive. Right. And I'm also into service, service. I want to service submissive as well. Someone who can do things for me that I need done, you know? Um, so those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've never yeah. actually um, humiliated anyone by telling them to lick your shoes, for example. Ooh, not yet. <laughs> I, 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 I see. I don't know if I could ever take it that seriously because if somebody told me to do something like that, I think I'd end up laughing. <laughs> right, but what if you did it to them? Yeah. What, what if, if you, you had a guy? Control? Yeah, what if you had a guy yeah. that you controlled? I mean, Monica has been married several times and she's told me about some uh-huh. abuses she's taken um to where even the, uh, there were some marriages where her husband felt that sex was a duty as opposed to uh a feeling. Well, is it a feeling? Can you classify it as a, a feeling? D- a duty as opposed to something that you 
do because you want to do or you right. enjoy. Yeah. And and I can't imagine uh, being that mean to a person. Yeah. I, hell, I can't even imagine marrying someone with that attitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, before we got married, he didn't seem to have that attitude. <laughs> which kind of, yeah, yeah, which kind of freaks me out a little bit. Um, but either way, I, I mean, I'm just too empathic a man to inflict any pain on a woman. Um, yeah. and, and that's, that is something, isn't it? I mean, the case where if you are really empathic, then maybe this lifestyle isn't for you. Am I yeah, right? That Jade? is a, it's an interesting thought. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like, um, if you're exploring the lifestyle, you know, maybe it's of interest to you or maybe there's, you know, a reason mm -hmm. behind it. Um, but if, if it's not for you, it is not for you. You know what I mean? Never right. force it and never, you know, uh, try to force someone else into it. I just can't imagine causing uh, a, a, a man you to have You cause someone pain, but then you yeah. make it all better afterwards. Yeah. How I look at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aftercare is super duper important. And what would you classify as aftercare? Sex or something else? No sex. Uh, I mean, if it's what my sub wanted, sure. But uh, but it's not something you would want. No, not necessarily. So uh, my aftercare normally consists of uh, holding, consoling. Usually after a scene like that, if it's an impact play scene with the spanking and, um, you know, uh, rubbing the the afflicted areas with some sort of cream or something. And then, like I said, holding them. I know there are a lot of submissives um, who like baths or if you're if you're a little, uh, they want to be curled up with stuffies and uh, teddy bears and things sure. of that nature. I have yet to deal with a little, but um, yeah, it's the, it's the little things, talking about the scene afterwards. Some even like praise, you did very good, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so it all depends. Um, I'm just not really for the sex as an aftercare. Uh, I'm fine with doing like sexual acts in a sense, but not intercourse. You know, I now can you off or... I can, you know, give you a hand job, make you come, but uh, anything. Uh, you don't want the actual intercourse. Yeah. Got you. Now, I find it interesting that you call them scenes. Because the length of time um, normally the BDSM takes place. Um, so that's, that's why it's called that. Um, now wait, is it actually called that, or are yeah. you calling it a no, scene? No, that's it's it's what it's actually called. Oh, like if you go into okay. a BDSM club or um or a dungeon, you know, people are having scenes, not um, you know, it's just the length Session. of time that you know BDSM takes place. Okay, because it would seem that calling it a scene 
kind of distances you from yeah. what's going on. Um, yeah, no, that's actually uh, that's actually what it's called. But in a place like she's talking about that club, I could see it being called that. But in my bedroom with my partner, I, I have calling it a scene that just. Seems yeah, mechanical. there are people who do BDSM strictly for bedroom only, and then they are done with it. Um, mm -hmm. And there are people who do this as, like, as we talked about, as a lifestyle. You know, they want to yeah. sure. be in their roles all the time, and um, you know, so and they and they use it as a way of dealing with various issues that pop up or or various problems. Because sure. they find it easier to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, I mean, there's 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 something therapeutic about that, but at, at the same but time, you should never use BDSM as therapy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't see it as being uh, because while it can be cathartic, you should not. Right. <laughs> just <Right>. no <laughs> and and you heard it from the expert folks because <laughs> okay. are you thinking are if you used it for therapy are you thinking that uh uh it could get no no i could see angry. a person <laughs> i can see a person using it as a way to deal with their problems where they apply a domineering lifestyle to it Therefore, it helps them make decisions. It helps them um, do various tasks that way of doing things. But it's, it, I think that would only be a, a temporary uh, stop gap, wouldn't it, Jade? Yeah. Um... I mean, I ask you because you've got actual psychological training. Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, if you're going to explore the lifestyle, you know, explore it because there's a reason behind it. Not because, you know, I mean, not because um, there's something in your past that you're trying to work out. Yeah, I got there's you. Something, you know, like ex explore it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, and I feel like Fifty Shades has definitely put a put a stereotype that oh my God, if you're exploring BDSM, it's because there's something wrong with you, or because there's trauma in your past, or you know. Are those other two books? Uh, do they deal with the same couple, or does it? Yeah. There's, okay, I don't know. I've yeah. read the. I've read the first throughout one. their relationship, pretty much. Yeah, they the also have one. Fifty Shades of Grey, told by the point of view of Christian. Right. And while it is more interesting, it still grinds my gears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, having said that, I mean, I I think I honestly think it was a publicity stunt. Um. Uh, I honestly think that, unfortunately, sex sells, mm -hmm. and yeah. Fifty Shades played into that. At yeah. least I think so. Yeah, I feel like I'd have to agree, because there was more sex 
in the movies and even in the books, you know, I'm going through and I'm reading um, and there's more sex in the in the books and in the movies than there is actual BDSM, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. That's not to say it doesn't exist in the movie, but, or the books, but... But it's very little, it's very little compared to the sex. Yeah, the actual back, background story takes seems to take precedent yeah. uh, over the actual BDSM. Yeah. And, and you know, when, when you're talking about the Fifty Shades, you're talking about sex. People think and know you're talking about sex. Yeah, it was sex, sex, sex all the way through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean... I hope that people can think of safe ways to do this. Yeah. Um, Jade, do you know, are there places people can go to online to learn about this stuff? Um, a lot of my research came from people that I know, like here in the community mm -hmm. um but um i follow a few like youtubers who are really good mm -hmm. um like miss lx she's a dom and i like her content evie lupine she's a submissive i like her content um when she's not being controversial that is um <laughs> mm -hmm. okay <laughs> Enough said. That got me into it. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like um, online stuff, though, like going on Google and looking up certain things. I don't, I don't know. I, I definitely say that there were some websites that I found to be, um, Not so know, I learned some things from, like FetLife is a website where a lot of BDSM people go to meet other people who are in the lifestyle or mm -hmm. get more information. Uh, but it's like a kinky Facebook of sorts. So right. uh, I wouldn't really recommend, I mean, I like it. I like it for the simple fact of you can join other groups that may help mm -hmm. you uh, within the lifestyle, but it is, uh, it's not like a, I'm going to go on this site and learn things. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I mean, but a lot of my research came from watching videos and talking to people. Right. Um, I should say, in my quest to look for uh, a BDSM guest, uh, I did find out that there is an app for that, if you want to believe it. Uh, they have an app for everything, it seems. An app for the, the actual BDSM. BDSM? Yes. Wow. You can actually okay. find a, 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 a DOM or a sub, depending on what you're looking for. Uh, same sex, bi bisexual, the whole thing. It, it is there. I can't remember offhand because it's been so long since I, I actually looked at this app. I wonder um, what I'm looking for. <laughs> well... <laughs> Having said that, here in Toronto, there are plenty of BDSM uh, groups, communities that you can actually be a part of. 
some are sexual, some are not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate to say it, but Wikipedia is your friend. Yeah, Wikipedia is actually really good as far as BDSM yeah. terminology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are also like other places you can go online for BDSM like term- terminology, like Kinkly and all these yeah. other places. But yeah, I mean, I was looking up BDSM on Wikipedia today, and and I was just amazed at all the information, mm-hmm. and I still wasn't finished. I I read about two quarters of the way in. Or half way in, and uh, and my jaws is really fast, <laughs> and I still wasn't able to get through it all. So it's a really long article on the subject. Yeah. So you can expect to learn a lot. Um. But at the very least, this has been one hell of an episode. I want to thank you, Jade, for joining us. And again, continued success. Uh, As I said, your books were amazing. I loved reading them. Um, Out of curiosity and and for my own pleasure, are they ever going to be put into audio at some point? Honey, two of my books are already in in audio form. Are they on Audible? Yes, and iTunes as well, iBooks. Oh, oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> Which ones? My first two, When You Feel It and Blindly in Love. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, I got to get those two. Okay. I got to have them. I got my credits. I got my credits. Uh, thank you, Jade, for being on the show. I, I, I absolutely adore you. I love you. I like all your posts on Facebook. Um, I see that. <laughs> well, yeah, because I do. Even my um, general hospital posts. <laughs> especially your general hospital posts, because I used to be a days man. Okay. You know, but uh, I didn't. Like... I had to dump it when Marlena got possessed. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Now that was just a bit much for me. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, I watched the bold and the big, beautiful, and the young and the restless. My well, grandma I used to... watches those, and I'm actually I've been trying to get into B and B, but it's hard. Like they don't have as much. They don't have uh, a lot of good drama like General Hospital does, and so it's really hard to kind of be like, oh, I'm gonna get up and watch, you know, B and B at one thirty because it's not that exciting for me. Well, I get it, excited with watching General Hospital. Actually, they got it, serial yeah. killers and baby snatchers and. You know, uh-huh. it goes through its it <laughs> goes spies, through its yeah. <laughs> It goes through its phases, and and then too though it's only thirty minutes, where like all the rest of them are an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you hear Days just came off with a spin out a spin off? No. Yeah, it's called it, it's on the Hallmark Channel. Oh God! Not and it's Hallmark. in prime time apparently. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Hell, I used to love Santa Barbara. So uh, I've been watching soaps for a while. My grandmother my grandmother, and uh, my mother, they loved Santa Barbara. And then they liked that one that came on Texas after Santa Dallas? Barbara went off. No, De- Texas. It was a soap. It came on every day. Oh, I didn't know there was a, a thing called Texas. Yeah, it... Um, 
another world went off and then Santa Barbara came on and then it went off. And then I think they had, that's when they had Texas. Huh? Interesting. You learn something new every day. <laughs> and hopefully people learn something from this episode on BDSM. Uh, again, I want to thank Jay Thomas for being on the show, for offering her expertise on BDSM. I'm going to follow um, you on Facebook if I can find you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Spell a, your I name again. So I yeah, have my um, J A I Y D E. J A I Y D E. Yeah. Interesting. J -A -I -Y -D -E. And it's Thomas, T H O M A S. Yeah. Yes. I think I can spell Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, just offering. <laughs> Are you on Twitter, Jade? I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and then I also have my own website as well. Created the website recently, so there's nothing up there yet. But now, for Jade or for Kalani? Uh, I'm everywhere for Kalani Black. Uh, right. <laughs> is is but, that one Kay of your is that one of your writer names? One yeah, of her so pen Kalani names, Black. Yeah. Kaylani Black is my BDSM erotic romance pen name, and Jade Thomas is my gay romance pen name. Yeah. And Kaylani is spelled like K Melanie, but with a K. Yeah, K-E-L-A-N-I-E. So, K -E -L -A -N -I -E. so Jade, yeah. Jade is not Jade Thomas is not your real name. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, you don't look like a jade, sweetie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> doesn't even, doesn't exactly sound like one either. But <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, guys, like I said, we are here every Saturday nights at 9 p.m. And uh, if you have any questions, please leave them in the comments below or write us at whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com uh, or uh, check us out on podcasts and uh, I said finally that. I will put Jay Thomas's uh, various links in the description box as soon as the show is done and she sends it to me Jay <laughs> uh, and at some point you can actually watch the interview I do with Jade as, as soon as we can well, as soon as I can wrangle her into one room and mic for about an hour or so, if that ever happens. But she's a very busy... <laughs> you are so busy, woman. Uh, well, I was in school, you know. And then yeah. Yeah, I know. I I have to learn to be more Working patient. on the new book. Working on... Uh, and books. there's the other thing. Yeah, I mean, you're writing up a storm. Yeah, with the pandemic, that's literally all I can do. There's nothing yeah. going on here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I sh I wanted to ask, where is here? I live in Ohio. Columbus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But my heart's I knew... in Alabama. I am planning you on taking go, a trip girl. in a couple months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, I mean, you meet all kinds of people from all kinds of places. Yeah. Especially in the States. So there you go. Um, so, guys, thank you for being on the show. I want to thank my co-host, as ever, Monica Jones. Hey, you're very welcome. You are a wonderful <laughs> person. Thank you. 
and and that wow. you're wonderful for <laughs> putting up with me. <laughs> that's that's it, isn't it? Yeah, uh, as cranky as you were at noon when you called me. I <laughs> Well, that's it. See, I seem, you know what? I seem to have mostly women as co-hosts and, and they had just so much fun. <laughs> just, just, you know, making me look stupid. <laughs> you guys, honestly, uh, of course it could all be in my head. Yeah. But. You call me up today. You know, we're supposed to be doing such and such, you know, blah, blah. <laughs> Okay, okay. Guys, I'm going to get out of here while the getting's good. Have a nice night. We will see you next week. Remember to tune into Arts tomorrow. And uh, we <laughs> forego, we for, well, I don't know what the term is. We are foregoing learning <laughs> together this week for next week. You can watch it next week on Friday night. Um. But make sure to tune in on tomorrow at 2 a.m. 2 p.m. 2 p.m. for art Eastern, yeah, radio for shows. the afternoon radio theater Sunday. We've got a musically themed arts show this week, uh, thanks to my wife. And uh, hey, there's some people that are there that I actually like listening to. But I hope you guys enjoy it. So that's it for us. We will see everybody next week. Uh, and, it's been a pleasure uh, to meet you, Jade. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, folks. Bye.